Three, two, one, execute. Life is 10% what you make it and 90% how you take it. I want to welcome everyone to the 321 Live show. Uh, this is a small business uh, uh, radio show for white collar small business owners and any traditional small business owner that has products or services between $500 and $1,000 and higher. And 321BizDev, we support attorneys, CPAs, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers, and any traditional small business owner with the ticket price of $500 and higher. And we have supported every business owner industry I mentioned over the last seven years. So today um, on the 321BizDev live show, I wanted to... Uh, introduce several business owners um, and some are clients, some are not as the time goes on. But today, uh, everyone that's talking today as a business owner uh, is or has been a current a client of 321BizDev. And the reason why I want to do this type of show is because we believe that 321BizDev, uh, we're the only company that offers this type of hands-on, uh, no-fluff, uh, let's grow our business type training. Uh, I was I was looking up something, and I think I was talking to Jessica about this, and I think Cherry knows about this, and it's called pull marketing. And pull marketing is a concept where you're not really saying anything, but you're asking questions, and you're creating this environment for for your business owner prospects to want to do business with you. As opposed to they, uh, as, as opposed to them being repelled by you. Oh gosh, get, you know, get, get out of here! I can't stand to be around Rick because, you know, this whole session that we're having at this appointment for this uh, four thousand dollars that Rick is asking for, I'm just not having a great experience. Well, that's being repelled from the the, the business owner. But you want the opposite. You want to attract that business owner to you. Um, or you want to, uh, you want the, you want the, the business owner, you want, you want to attract that prospect to you. And I was, I'll just tell everyone, you know, I would say 85, 90% of appointments, business owner repels the prospects. They repel the prospect and it's not good for the business. So I was looking up something for pull marketing to see if other people were on track with pull marketing and I found a few examples and I found some people that were close or I, well, I would say they're in the ballpark, but they were not uh, close to how 321BizDev explains uh, pull marketing. And I believe that might be a subject for our next show. I believe our next show will be on Friday because I was thinking about doing two or three per week, but it looks like I will be able to do three shows per week uh, to help small business owners and invite uh, small business owners uh, to uh, the three two one Biz Dev live show. And again, this show is live, so I want you know people listening to the podcast episode and people listening today and any future business owners listening is that I'm not using any notes for this show. I mean, because this is something that I've been working on and I've helped a lot of business owners um, across the country with I call I call it the five front end sales pieces or sales activities and without these five you can be brilliant 
in your profession. You can be the best attorney, you can be the best dentist or best CPA, uh, plastic surgeon, and you probably can make money. But when it comes time for you to scale, when it comes time for you to say, you know what, I'm I, I've had I've had maybe five clients per month for the last three, four, five years. I would like to go to seven or eight or 12. Just like I was talking to Jessica a few minutes ago about scaling business. When you scale your business, that means you have to have systems in place that allow that allow you to scale. Otherwise, it's like it's like uh, painting with a toothbrush. If you want to paint a big house and you got a toothbrush trying to paint the house and you're, you're good at it, that's one thing. But if you had a if you had a spray gun or or even a larger brush, that would make your house painting at you know activity a lot more efficient and you know and faster so the first person i want to bring on as a uh three two one live guest is cherry and i just want to give people like a 30 second background on cherry i've known cherry for 11 years and we had to you know get our our calendars out to uh decide uh what is it eight nine or ten and i came up my last answer was was 11 years and cherry confirmed it so Cherry is a registered nurse and she's uh, she specialized and I'll let her talk about what she specialized in, but she now lives in Oklahoma. She is a uh, she works in the insurance business, the financial services business, but she has carved out a niche uh, in uh, funeral planning. So Cherry, please take it away and tell people about yourself. And if you want to tell people how you and I met, uh, please do so. OK, thank you very much. I um, went to college, became a registered nurse, and then I, the last, oh, 15 years that I was in nursing, I did geriatric care management. And I actually ended up getting a business in where I had a contract with the state of California to do uh, care management for people who were on Medi-Cal, older people on Medi-Cal that could no longer live in their home. And so they needed to live in assisted living. And so I would manage that for them. It was very rewarding. I got to really meet the people, got to help them, the families, and take care of their their needs and give them generally a lot of information. So the families and the client knew what to do, knew where to go, knew people to talk to, so they could get their needs met. That was that was very, very rewarding. I I enjoyed meeting the people from backgrounds, from people who'd been, you know, did uh, one lady, she and her husband used to be a dance team that danced before um, um, some of the dancers would come out and they did just, you know, Fred Astaire. You know, they used to so she was very musically talented. In the same facility that I was at, I had another client that used to ride the rails all the time. She was a little hobo. And so you just never knew who you were going to get. All kinds of marvelous backgrounds that I got to know. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, eventually, I ended up having to take care of my dad and then sold our property in California. And I'm now living here in Oklahoma near my older son and his family. And in the meantime, while I was in California, I did get my license to do life insurance. And so I just 
came right into Oklahoma, I went ahead and because of that license, I got it here. Um, I met some people who were doing something called pre-need insurance. And basically what it is, it allows someone to decide what kind of a funeral service they want. It allows them to purchase it. And therefore, when they purchase it now, it can never go up. And so it allows them to say, this is what I want. This is how I want it done. And because too many people who, when the people have passed away, the family members get into arguments or they try to spend too much money. I met one family where there were eight people and the family had to come up with money in order to satisfy this uh, funeral that they had, which was about $8,000. So what this does is allow somebody to actually pay for it all ahead of time. You can pay for it over years and it works very well. You don't get family members bickering and arguing and in one family lady I met, her brother didn't like the fact that she had her, the person who died wanted to be cremated and he wanted her buried. So the person in charge of getting her cremated, the two of them didn't talk for a year because he didn't like that. He was so against that. So it eliminates all of that. It allows the family to just remember the person and, and, you know, find out who's going to get what of anything in the estate. But in the meantime, there's no animosity. There's nothing like that going on because all of that's been taken out of their hands. So it's really kind of nice. I've been enjoying talking with the people and it's, uh, some people don't like talking about that, but eventually you have to. As like one of the things we do, we tell them eventually we will all end up in a funeral home. And so what we try, we call this a gift of love. And it is a gift of love when you pre-plan all of this. It's just like you pre-plan your, your, um, uh, your wedding. You pre-plan your kids. Are they going to go to college? And you pre-plan your uh, retirement. Vacation. So, and vacation. So this is, you know, you got, this is a way of pre-planning that. And then you know it's all taken care of. And there have been people who have actually taken advantage of this. And they just thought it was just absolutely, the family thought it was absolutely wonderful. They didn't have all of that money hanging over their heads. And, and whatever was left to the families, they didn't have to spend it on funerals. They could actually you know, be able to divvy it up among the family members and so, or pay other expenses like, uh, you know, water, electricity, insurance on a house before they get an opportunity to sell it. So, because they would have had to come up with more money for that. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it really gives everybody a good opportunity to make sure everything's taken care of. So, Cherry, isn't the insurance business very scary? I mean, how did you uh, find yourself, uh, you know, working as a nurse and then deciding to to transform or 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 transfer those those skills that you learned in nursing, which some are very compatible. There's a lot of crossover skills. How did you find yourself and 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 isn't the insurance business scary? <laughs> no, it's not scary. It was it was quite different for me. 
because um, doing geriatric care management, uh, I had people calling me all the time, wanting my services. And so I didn't have to go out and look for clients. Uh, in insurance, it's just the opposite. You have to be willing to go out and talk to people, get to know people. It's, and even with the pre-need insurance, and I get leads from the uh, insurance, uh, the I'm sorry, the uh, funeral home here locally that I'm working with, I get leads from them all the time. In fact, I've got a whole bunch of them, got about a thousand of them that I can work on. Obviously, not all of them are going to accept, but that's okay. There will be plenty who will. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's not scary. How I actually got into it was I had at, I was at a meeting at um, a place in Sacramento, California, where they were talking about what they called the new kind of life insurance. And it was that it had several components to it. One of them was living benefits, which is you can get money out of your life insurance policy if for some reason you should end up with a somewhat life-threatening issue like a stroke or cancer or, uh, you know, heart disease or in some um, traumatic brain injury, things like that, you could use actually the money ahead of time. Then if you didn't use it for that, then you could actually get some money out of it for income. And for me, that was a blessing because I'd homeschooled my kids for about 13, 14 years. And so I didn't work all that time and I didn't have a retirement built up. So for me, that was, those two things are a blessing and I'm thankful that I was able to purchase my life insurance policy for that. And so I thought it'd be a great opportunity for people to know about this so that it's not just something that happens when you die. It's something that you can actually use while you're alive if you choose to. And so that's how I actually got into life insurance. And, uh, but it was, but I needed, I needed help with learning how to prospect people and that, and I wasn't really getting the help I needed from my upline is what they call it. And so Rick actually came and gave a talk on it and I thought, oh my goodness, that is so easy to do. (laughs) I thought, okay, I can do that. So it wasn't scary. It was just uncomfortable until I figured out what to do. Right, and you actually won a cruise uh, from the training yes. that uh, that uh, that I gave about maybe five, six years ago at that company, and then within that twelve months, you won a cruise to where? Well, it was a, it was the four day cruise out of um, L.A. down to Ensenada, Mexico. It was fun. All right. I mean, All right. it, it wasn't real, but it was fun, you know. All right. So, Cherry, thanks. Thanks a lot. We'll have Jessica come up next. But I want to talk about what we want to discuss uh, probably after Jessica uh, talks a little bit about her prestige legal nurse consulting business. And what I want to talk about is this word called power. And Cherry probably remembers it. I know Jessica, it's, it's fresh on her mind. Could we, could we finished a training session about maybe two weeks, three weeks, 30 days ago. And power is is a very important uh, aspect of your business because if you are a attorney, if you are a CPA, dentist, plastic surgeon, insurance broker, or real estate broker, 
you have this thing called power and what the power is about it's about dealing with three things in your, in your business the first one is uh capacity the second one is capability and the third one is willingness and with the uh, with the uh, capacity that means do you have the license to perform the activities that you're doing in other words do you have the uh the legal nurse consulting license do you have the insurance license the did you pass the bar in your state do you have the dental certification to do what you need to do and if you have that capacity then you're you're i mean you have probably a better chance of of being a successful dentist or a successful attorney than someone who's an auto mechanic because the auto mechanic can't be a dentist the auto mechanic can't be a lawyer because he or she that auto mechanic did not does not have the capacity that you have with the license so I always have to let people know that having having the license is a major part of it but it's not all of it the next one is the capability and capability means are you good at what you're doing or are you getting better at what you're doing so if you have the capacity and you have the license and now you have the capability because maybe you've done you know you, you've served you know 5 10 15 clients you're getting better and better and better and some of this work that you're doing it's it's so much it's so repetitive in some cases that you're doing the same thing and you know the old saying practice makes perfect so if you're continue continuing to do the same thing over again then uh it's uh all of a sudden it becomes uh just like a just doing a regular job so to speak but it's your business now the third element of power is called willingness and willingness that's the tough one that's the reason why 321 bizdev came to be because we discovered that the willingness part is the part that everyone needs help in uh regardless of how long you've been in business and in some cases it's better to get the willingness part uh over sooner than later because there are some business owners that have been in business for 5 10 20 years and that willingness part meaning the ability to contact prospect close effectively and get zero cost referrals some of those areas are not strong and if those areas are not strong the business will suffer for 5 10 15 20 years and it wasn't for me it wasn't until uh i discovered that i was weak in this willingness part um i knew the insurance business i knew the real estate business i you know i had 12 years working in corporate america at a high level uh one is that one was a manager for operations and the other one was a, a director assistant vice president of a sales department in in los angeles and sacramento so i knew my job but when i transferred over to the independent side which means you find your own clients you don't have a a company with 10 million dollars of marketing dollars to uh to uh put radio ads on tv all throughout california or, or to uh publish these nice you know high gloss high price booklets so that when you give to a a company like hewlett packard or uh U- university of california berkeley you know they say oh my gosh this is a great packet well that yeah that marketing packet cost you know like 50 per publication <laughs> 
So you don't have those type of, of you know resources as an independent small business owner, which means attorney, CPA, dentist, plastic surgeon, insurance broker, real estate broker, legal nurse consultant. So I had to learn this willingness part, but there are some things that that are are attached to the willingness part. And some of those things is that you need to have a system because you can be as willing as you want to be. You can I like to give this example and Jessica will be up in about a minute or two, but you can be you can be as willing as you would like to be. But if you don't have a system, I like to use this example if a hundred people show up at your at your office or call you or email you and they say, you know, Rick, I want to talk to you about your service and you don't have a system, then you may only close five out of a hundred or seven out of a hundred. And you might say, well, gosh, I closed seven, but 100 people showed up to talk to you about their business. Well, with the system, you can almost you know, take that th those those 100 people and maybe get 60 if you have a system. There are some other uh, conversations that go behind willingness, but willingness is the toughest one, but it can be overcome. You can overcome the challenge if you have a system. And so maybe the next time I'll talk about the challenge that I went through uh, back in like 2010, 2011, before I just before I discovered I need to work on a system because I wasn't getting it from the people that were I was working with. And Cherry, real quick, you know, without mentioning the company's name, you know what it was like when uh, to, to go to meetings and there was no concept of a system. Can you talk about that for a minute? And then Jessica will be on. Yeah, the meetings that we went to, uh, most of them were talking about the product. And um, I knew about the product. There are some nuances that was good to know. But in general, um, there wasn't any way for us to actually sit down and really practice contacting, prospecting, and so on. Uh, so it was, to me, it was very it was very difficult and when you go out with your upline and they do it to show you what it's all about well when i went out with my upline never and i found the people never did one of those sales pan out and i think it was because it was too focused on the product and not focused enough on the individual because the people want to know that what you have is going to be beneficial to them you can always talk about the product but the thing is you need to make sure that you you listen to the people to find out what they want what their needs are and to explain how what you have is going to be beneficial to them right so in 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 your back then in those days you know seven eight years ago ballpark what was the average commission that you lost because the company didn't have a system. Just pick an average commission, annual commission that you could make oh, if you would have had a system. Oh, okay. Oh, probably, I don't know, 50, 60, 70,000, somewhere in there. Yeah, so that's a lot of money to lose and not make mm -hmm. because the company did not have a system. Yeah. 
All right. So yes. next, we're going to bring on Jessica Macho, and she is the president of Prestige Legal Nurse Consulting in Pennsylvania, somewhere between uh, Pittsburgh and Harrisburg. She 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 identifies it as two hours east of Pittsburgh and two hours west of Harrisburg. So good morning, Jessica. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. And Jessica and I and I just finished a uh, a podcast episode of, of, of just a, her company and three two one biz dev. So Jessica, please tell our listening audience a little about yourself, almost like you did maybe twenty minutes ago, a half an hour ago, and just tell people what you do now and how you got started in your business. Sure. So I went to nursing school, um, you know, years and years ago uh, at Robert Morris University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, graduated from there with a bachelor's in nursing. Uh, then I sort of fell in love with critical care and trauma. So I was very fortunate uh, following graduation, you know, as a, as a brand new graduate nurse and, you know, passed my board, things like that. And um, got hired in a, at a level one trauma center that is close, uh, close by where we live and um, stayed there for about just under 11 years. Um, started to, you know, develop burnout that most nurse, nurses and, you know, most anybody in the healthcare field uh, experiences at some point in their career. Hey, Jessica, uh, real, real quick, I yeah. want to, Cherry, does, does burnout happen in nursing? Yes, it does. Wow. <laughs> you can't, because it's stressful. It's very stressful, especially in what she was yeah. doing. Wow. <laughs> so please continue, Jessica. I just had to get Cherry's confirmation on that. <laughs> yeah, you're <it's> very real. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I started getting to the point of burnout, you know, and, and really, I, up to this point, had loved my job. You know, no day was the same as, as the next. Uh, there was something constantly different about it, and truly, I loved it. Um, you know, and, and then I got to the point where I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. I wasn't enjoying you know, waking up and, and going to work my 12-hour shift and things like that. So uh, so I knew it was time for me to do something different. And I had always had an interest in uh, law and, you know, the legal world. So I had started doing some, you know, research on what a legal nurse consultant is and what it, you know, what they do and how to be one. So um, I had looked at different programs and ended up going through uh, a course that was, you know, all online and, and um, ended up uh, completing that course and was able to, you know, become a legal nurse consultant. Um, and got, you know, to do, kind of created my business because I was able to combine my first love of medicine with my, you know, constant um, appreciation for, for law. So, you know, uh, then 
kind of wanted to see how I could challenge challenge myself in a completely different way. And never in a million years would I ever have considered myself, you know, at some point in my career to be a nurse, you know, a business nurse or or a nurse boss or, you know, anything like that. But, um, you know, in, in that I was able to combine both. Uh, created Prestige Legal Nurse Consulting, where I can, you know, work with attorney clients with any case really that involves a medical record, uh, and that can be really vast. I mean, critical care at a level one trauma center, which I did. There's really nothing that I haven't seen, uh, you know, as a nurse. There's nothing that I haven't taken care of. So as far as traumatic injuries, catastrophic injuries. Uh, post-op, you know, complications, illnesses, sepsis, you know, respiratory issues, you know, I can, I can handle all of that. Um, but what's really, uh, you know, what, what you don't think of sometimes is how elder abuse and elder neglect and, and uh, nursing home, you know, situations play a role in that as well. So, uh, you know, when something like that happens, you know, there is a medical portion that comes along with all of that. So my job as a legal nurse consultant is to comb through the medical record and basically see if a standard of care was or was not broken. Um, you know, was the injury related to that traumatic event, uh, you know, is that person going to have lifelong, you know, complications because of that, you know, slip and fall or, you know, maybe the, you know, the nurses were rolling them to uh, provide incontinence care and they rolled out of bed. You know, it, these kinds of things happen all day, all day, every day. So, you know, getting to, to really comb through each case and see if there's anything that potentially was missed. Uh, I always kind of like to use the, you know, four eyes is better than two and six is better than four. And, you know, it's just getting that that additional insight um, into anything that could potentially come from that event uh, is what I do as a legal mm-hmm. nurse consultant. So um, got to know Rick, actually. Uh, you know, I, I had created all of my social media platforms and everything just to kind of, you know, get my name out there and and start seeing what was out there because I am fairly new to the business world, uh, about a year and a half, maybe two years, give or take, um, you know, in total. But one thing as a nurse that they don't teach you (laughs) is how to run a business um, because that's not what, you know, we go to school for. So I was really struggling. in that department and I had reached out to, you know, a couple of different, um, you know, people for help and, and things like that. And, and eventually Rick, you know, contacted me and it was, it, it was the good old fashioned phone call. Um, you know, my phone rang, I answered it and, uh, it was Rick on the other end saying, you know, Hey, I, I saw your uh, Instagram account and, you know, I'm really impressed with it. And, you know, uh, invited me to do a podcast and and you know it was just a really fluid conversation and then we started talking about um you know business approaches and how to grow and build so um the rest is kind of history and you know diving into everything and and learning the process uh step by step as opposed to 
hoping for the best, um, you know, was really how Rick and I joined joined forces, I guess. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Let, um, let me ask you a question, though. To... Let me ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. We talked before we did the the, the training. You talked about uh, mm-hmm. some other options that that you had to learn more about uh, growing your business, and you threw out some numbers that mm-hmm. shocked me. Would you mind, yeah. I mean, without without giving the names of the companies, could you throw out the numbers that you told me that people sure. were offering you offering you for training and to, to, to work together? That was, Sherry, I hope you're sitting in your chair and, you know, <laughs> you don't have any, like, uh, anything dangerous around you. So, Jessica, please tell <laughs> our audience what you were, what options you were given. Yes. Yeah, so I had reached out to a couple of different uh, businesses that, you know, are out there and just to get an idea of how, you know, to, to really get on the right path. And um, I, I was actually given options for the minimum number I'm looking at to invest was $6,000. Um, and that was, you know, at the end of it, you know, if things felt right, then potentially we would work together. And, you know, so nothing was really, you know, and I don't want to say promise because obviously you have to do hard work and and things like that to really gain the, you know, attention that you want to gain and and get your um, successful um, stories out there and whatnot. But uh, minimum 6,000 all the way upwards of $20,000 is what they wanted me to invest in um, in order to potentially grow my business. So, Cherry, does that sound like a good deal to you? <laughs> no, didn't. <laughs> my I was going to say, hopefully she didn't fall off the chair. <laughs> wow. But the yeah. thing is that they... You know, they, these companies, uh, they probably had somebody that was successful at some point who started it, and so now they're marketing it to everybody, but you can't, there's no guarantees that the, what they're telling you is going to work. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't think that everybody should, you know, be uniform. You know, you do things because, you know, you want to put your mark on it, so by doing those types of programs it's learning that way and that's really the only way and so i don't think it's really fair sometimes to to um not have the opportunity to to be you and to put your professionalism into it so um what i really like about you know working with rick is it it's all me because at the end of the day it is you know me and my business and and doing the work so um I understand medicine, you know, I'm the, I'm the one that has that healthcare knowledge. And, and so combining that with an attorney client, you know, that's, that's all me. And so that's what I really like about, about this structure, um, Mm -hmm. is that I'm not forced to be uniform. Right. And, and Jessica, we also talked about, uh, injured parties because sometimes injured parties and we talked about this a couple of times over the last couple of weeks. Injured parties 
often say, you know, I got hurt or, you know, I have to I have to seek some type of legal remedy. And, you know, maybe some attorneys are equipped to handle uh, very traumatic type injuries. And I would say maybe a lot are not able to handle someone walking in with these uh, injuries. Of course, they know that, you know, the case has to be settled or the case should be settled in favor of the injured party. But what does prestige legal nurse consulting uh, or what added value does your company provide to attorneys where they can say, okay, I have an injured party here and wow, I have someone I can call maybe to assist to maybe increase the, the, the final settlement. Yeah. So, you know, again, just really coming through those medical records and, and if there is an injured person that, uh, you know, the attorney is, is working with, uh, you know, maybe the injured person hired that attorney to, to get them the, you know, largest lump sum that they can um, because of the injuries that they are now, you know, living a life that may be different from prior to that injury, you know, just really getting to, uh, you know, come through those records and, and, and not even that, but network, you know, maybe, maybe I know somebody that can really help us break down this particular injury. And because of this, they're going to have a lifelong, uh, you know, therapeutic need for that. Um, you know, so, so really, uh, experience, uh, of, all of that kind of, you know, stuff uh, is beneficial, but, you know, they are trained to do one thing and, and certainly not downplaying the amazing work that, you know, attorneys do, but healthcare is a completely different ball game. So by hiring a legal nurse consultant, then, you know, you can have that that second set of eyes, you know, or a third set or fourth set um, and, and really dig deep into those kinds of things um, to, to get that bigger lump sum of money. Um, you know, and then networking, of course, uh, by working with Rick and combining our forces together, you know, getting potential attorney clients more clients, you know, and, and maybe an injured person has a friend who was also just recently in an accident, you know, just kind of always networking and, and meeting new people, um, you know, to where we can all kind of at some point help each other, help each other. Right. So I'm going to take a poll question and this is going to be a very, a very unscientific poll. You know why? Because it's only two people on the line right now. So it's very okay. unscientific. <laughs> So the question that I have, and I will start with Jessica first. How does it feel right now? And then maybe a couple of weeks ago, then Cherry, the same question after Jessica is done. How does it feel to talk about your business on this, on this, in this, in this format, on this venue? It feels satisfying in that. I can speak about it more confidently because I understand it more now than I did, you know, a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. So my answer would be satisfying. 
Okay, that's one check mark for satisfied. Cherry, what about yourself? Well, I like the fact that I can talk about it. And I'm also, you know, gleaning things from what you've said and what Jessica has said. But it also gives me an opportunity to get my thoughts and my mind and my ability to know um, how to say something so I come across in the right way to the people. And it's basically, it's like I told you before, it's more, it's comforting. You know, because you don't feel like, oh my goodness, I have to do a hard sell, I have to do this. You can just come across as yourself, but you can still use the techniques and the talent that you've taught us in order to be able to reach that person. Exactly. So that's 100%, like I said, unscientific. <laughs> um, you know, so you, you can quote those numbers, but you have to tell people that it was un, it's an unscientific poll. Nope. But, here's, but here's the benefit of talking about your business on this format or yeah, or actually any format. Um, what happens when you talk about your business like this? Because I will tell you something. Most business owners have never talked about their business on this type of format. I don't care if it was, you know, 321BizDev or someone else's uh, podcast. It's just not natural for people to have done it. So what happens is when you have never talked about your business in this format, believe it or not, when you sit with your first client or I would maybe maybe clients for the last five or 10 or 15 years, it it, it feels uh, like a a herky jerky. It's like a it's like a, a, a movement that's not natural. If you haven't practiced talking about your business over and over and over again, it becomes awkward when you have to do it in real time with the with the real person sitting in front of you. And so that was one of the other reasons why I wanted to do the 321 Live is to give people the opportunity to practice talking about their business in a sort of an unscripted, uh, unformatted. In other words, it's not like, okay, this is a question I'm going to ask you next, you know, and it sounds robotic. So, uh, Cherry, what do you think about that that benefit of always having a place or practicing talking about your business over and over and over again? Oh, it's it's wonderful uh, because you get a chance to really hone down in on the real um, the real foundation of it. Uh, that's not exactly the word I wanted, but it, it's a real, uh, it gives you the opportunity to really get to where the people really are. And I'll just give you a really good example. When I was doing my geriatric care management for the state of California, I had 160 clients and just about, I'd say 95% of them had dementia, some form, some more plus a few other things. And so my questions got very pointed to where it was, it was very, I was going to very, very, very specific things. And at first I would listen for about 20 minutes to what they were telling me about the person. And then I'd go interview the person and I could get to very definite questions with them. So there, so I got all the information I needed but there wasn't i i really felt like i was doing the person a favor and the families loved it i got hugs from people 
thanking me for saving their marriages because what was going on with this loved one that had dementia and strange behaviors, I was able to get that taken away from them so they could just enjoy the person on an individual basis at, you know, a few times a week or whatever. So it does, it allows you to just really get down into what the real needs are of the individual. Mm -hmm. You know yeah, what? I, I, I appreciate that feedback. And uh, when I when I when I discuss <laughs> people, people are texting me. We have our, our next uh, guest coming on pretty soon. And uh, uh, her name is Thelma, but she'll be on in a few seconds. But what talking about your business does, like like you both said, it it it's like it's like, you know, if you got a great. A set of clothes that you like to wear. In other words, if, when you look in your closet and you say to yourself, you say to yourself, I'm going to do something important and I want to look my best. You pull out the, the, the suit, dress skirt, guys, you know, suit, jacket, shirt. You pull out that suit that you feel comfortable in because you have felt comfortable in that suit before. And maybe the last time you wore that suit, your power suit, those power clothes, you know, you closed the deal, you felt great, you were confident. So talking about your business in this format gives you like practice. And there's this uh, Bruce Lee image that I'll send everyone. Uh, it basically says, are you practicing today? And it's yes or no. And if it's yes, it says, good, keep practicing. And if it's then it says, if you're not practicing, why not? And then it, there's another uh, 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 vertical that says, are you practicing? And it says, yes. And it says, is, some, if there's, is there somebody better than you who's doing better than what you're doing? And if the answer is no, he goes, keep practicing anyway. And then if it's yes, why aren't you practicing? <laughs> so <laughs> so talking about your business on this format, it just gives you this um, this rhythm where every time you have to talk about your business, you remember how well it felt and how well you did. And plus, it's easy to correct any type of uh, in inconsistencies or, uh, you know, bad form that you may have used. Because when you don't close a deal, that's when you remember, oh, my gosh, I forgot to say this. I forgot to do that. And when you have a system, it's easy to go back and find out what did not happen correctly because i'll tell you when i started working when i was working in corporate america and then when i became an independent salesperson lots of times well especially in the independent world i didn't have a system so it was kind of hard to say well gosh you know i wonder why i didn't close maybe it was me maybe it was the product but when i had a system and let's say i forgot to do something it was easy to go back and say aha that is the place where i messed up so now we have uh, Thelma. Uh, Kisa Bully on the line, and she's a LVN out of California. And Thelma, can you introduce yourself and just talk about uh, your your business uh, for about you know three to five minutes? I might jump in and ask you a few questions. So take it away, and good morning. Of course, thank you for having me. My name is Thelma Kisa Bully. I've been an LVN for ten plus years. I am a CEO of Kisa Services that is an admin support to businesses, but I also help friends and family because it's all about community support, right? 
And what my businesses do providing admin support is they provide billing services, educational support, and personal services as well. Excellent. Now, why did you decide to start your business? And I, like full disclosure, I've known Delmar for about probably 14, 15 years, just in just, you know, family. We both have children. Uh, we've known each other and, you know, went to church together a couple of times or actually many times. But why did you ultimately decide to start your business? The decision to start my business is because for a few reasons. One, I wanted to make my money work for me instead of the other way around. I I felt that wasn't smart. And two, I wanted security with my family and flexibility because of my children. And I also wanted to have the resources to be able to tap into the community more because I love community care. I love taking care of my family, bring my family out to the community because even with my children, I believe in a village where it takes a village to raise a child. For So for those top reasons, that's the reason why I got into business for myself. All right, excellent. And just so that you know, we have two other nurses on the, on the call today, we have uh, Jessica Macho. She, he's a registered nurse, level one trauma, critical care out of Pennsylvania. And we have Cherry, who's a uh, registered nurse, now financial advisor. Uh, she worked in geriatric care. She's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So this is the 321 Live Nurses Show. <laughs> so, so, so Thelma... Um, for, for for your LVN ser- services as a nurse, what what have you spent the most time doing as an LVN? When I first graduated, I was everybody gets pushed into geriatrics. Now most of the people do, but I I feel like it was my calling to work with kids, and so I started doing school nursing and um, in-home services for critically care patients. I didn't want to work with kids in the beginning, but I love it. I wouldn't trade working with kids for anything in the world. Excellent. Now you're a, you're a native of what city? Currently I live in Walnut Grove. I was born in uh, Washington state served our country in the United States Air Force, then was in Georgia after I um, got separated and they came back to California and I was in Sacramento, I was in Sacramento for the most part, Antelope more precisely, and now I live in Walnut Grove. And you also spent some time working in, in the military in Haiti. That's correct. I love that too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I Thelma, was able to serve in Haiti. Yeah, Thelma, we're both military veterans, and Cherry's husband was a uh, a pilot. He was a lieutenant colonel in the Air Force as a pilot, and uh, and Jessica's husband he works uh, with with the people uh, in the correctional system. So we have a, a broad base of of callers and business owners. So um, 
our next call will be Friday. If you have any topics, business topics that you would like me to cover, uh, please let me know. You can text me, you can you know email me, or you can call me. But today I want to thank Cherry Frame, who's a, a funeral planning uh, services specialist, uh, registered nurse in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for being on the, the 321 Biz Live show today. I also want to thank Jessica Macho, who's a legal nurse consulting. Jessica and I, we work together with attorneys and uh, help them, uh, you know, uh, achieve larger settlements uh, for their injured parties, uh, injured people for accidents, elder abuse, malpractice, um, and, you know, all of the above. Je- Jessica has a tremendous uh, uh, critical care l- level one trauma experience. And yours truly, Rick Napier, the president of 321 Biz Dev. So I want to thank everyone for being on the 321 Biz Dev live call. The next one is Friday. Please tell your friends. Uh, please tell people who want to uh, start their business but may not know exactly how to master the front end uh, pieces, the five front end sales activities, which are contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, closing, and getting zero cost referrals. Any final comments, Jessica? Um, no, I mean, I, I just, you know, thank you for, for having me and, and, you know, working with you is, uh, has definitely made my business more successful and uh, has definitely empowered me to talk about it more, um, you know, that in a way that, uh, you know, attorney clients can can understand it and appreciate it as opposed to being that, uh, you know, person that was pushing a product or service, um, you know, because that's definitely something that not many understand uh, is kind of a don't, you know, uh, do's or don'ts of, of starting a business and owning a business. So I greatly right. appreciate the invite today and um, look forward to continuing to work together. All right. Cherry in Tulsa, Oklahoma, any final comments? Um, yes, I do really want to thank you for this because it's given me an opportunity to hear what other people are doing. And I just want to say, um, Congratulations to being willing to do what provided the very fabric of this country, and that is to be entrepreneurs. And to, and to, even though it may have been a little, you know, frightening at first, but you went ahead and you did it. You had the courage to go ahead and do it. And now you're having the courage to say, okay, now what do I, what can I do to make it better to be a better person to, not only show people what I have, but allow them to be able to come to me knowing that they're going to get exactly what they need and it's going to help them. And Excellent. so, and I really want to thank Rick for the giving us the wisdom on how to do that. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Cherry. And Thelma, any final comments? Currently, I was in awe of listening to both the Jessica and Sherry on her on their comments because I 100% agree with them both. Rick has provided me with some of the essential tool, the essential tools of business, and I appreciate all the work that he's done. And he is a really good asset to building your community and 
being able to put those out there, they can also better America and this world globally. Exactly. And I'm watching your dog this weekend, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, thank you, everybody. Take care. Have a great Wednesday. And we will talk soon. And I will give you the uh, I'll send you the, uh, the the link, which will be uploaded to 22. Oh, I know one thing I want to do. Uh, please give us uh, Jessica. Give us your website and phone number. Oh, yes. My website is prestige legal nurse consulting dot com. And phone number is eight one four three three zero. All right. And Cherry, just your phone number. I'm not sure if you have a website yet, but uh, how can people get in contact with you? Um, I don't have a website. I'm just working with Security National Life. And my phone number is 918-710-7070. All right. Thank you. And Thelma, website and phone number, please. Correctly, my website is under construction. My business telephone number is 916-766-4289 for keeping services. All righty. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for being on the, the 321 Live show. Take care and make it a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a good day, everyone.